Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market, how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all. We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family. Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. All right, lady, we're, we're done. We're done with 2021. Oh. It is, it is in, in the rear view mirror. We're looking at 2022. What's going to happen? I'm ready for 2022. 2021 was a weird year. Yeah. Although it I have was a, a feeling, lot of work. I feel like it's going to be a lot more of the same. Yeah. You know, I do think that we're going to see a, a, another year. That's going to be another great year. I think it's going to look different. You know, I often think back of like the, you know, the 2008, 2009, 2010, you know, we were doing real estate in those years too. It just right. looked different. Right. I think it's a pretty good chance that this 2022 is going to look different than 2021. You know, one of the major things that we're seeing right now, of course, is inflation is absolutely inflation out of control. Inflation is going to kill us. And I think yeah. it's gonna, the prices are going to keep going up. Yeah. And I, with a lack of inventory, we have no homes on the market. I just pulled yeah. anything under... 700,000 in all of Greater Bozeman. Yeah. We have 14 properties and that includes townhomes, condos, and houses. Right. Two right. homes under right. 700. That's insane. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And I think our median, what's on currently in the market is 1.5, just because we have a lot of higher end homes. Yeah. That you know, 40 those, million one is, is right, out there. Kind of, kind of throwing the average <laughs> off a little well, bit. And a lot of those higher end <laughs> homes, they just don't move, but right. that's what we have to look at. Right. Right. And it's, I don't know how we can get caught back up. So, inventory. you know, forecast, it's forecasted that interest rates are expected to tick up a little bit. Right. Still outstanding, but kind of, kind of um, headed towards middle, middle threes. Okay. Uh, is kind of where that's headed in there. And we're also expecting it not to be as great of a real, uh, of a refinance market. Like the last year and a half for sure have been a solid refinance market. We're back to purchases, which, you know, for us, like we've always been 70 to 80% purchase volume, always been a purchase uh, lender that's the my focus. Realtors are my focus. But for those of you out there that haven't refinanced, gosh darn it. If you don't need, I mean, if you need to be told another 20 times, like seriously, this is the last time you got to get out there. If you want to refinance, now's the time to do it. Don't slow down just because of the holidays. Now's a great time to do it. So get out there to call your favorite lender. Your equity is super high in your home and interest rates are still at historic call lows. Wood. Call us. <laughs> So, but you know, the inflation is just beating me up. It's killing me. So how much will, if we see that increase in interest rate, do you think it's going to help with inflation? Like, I mean, I know that's the whole point of it, but do you think it's going to, we're going to see a difference? Honestly, Alicia, in my opinion, and I think you and I are on other sides of the, uh, of the coin on this one, which is kind of rare for us. I do think that the inflation is going to slow people down for purchasing. I think that people are just seeing everything costing more money. And I think people are just going to hold. I, oh, totally. Actually, I completely agree. And also with all the refinances that were happening, people have such a crazy low rate. It's going right. to make people stick in their home too. Right. If they're looking to, oh, well, now I can buy this house for that much more money, but the interest rates are higher. Right. They're just going to be stuck. And right. that's where I don't see the inventory. I don't know how we can get the inventory we need to get the prices down. Right. So it's just, I don't know, I feel like this was also a tough year where it was, if you're not, weren't a great realtor this year, it was right. really hard to get deals done. It's really hard. It was and a hard year. Yeah. So even though it looked like a great year on paper because prices were so high and people are just pulling 
freaking out about how high prices were. It was a tough year. Yeah. So, and I feel I, my feeling is twenty twenty two is going to be very similar that way. I think it's going to be back to basics when it comes to real estate. I think it's gonna it's gonna pull realtors back to doing the basic things. You know, we're going to have to see some open houses again. We're going to have to see some negotiations. We're going to have to see people doing the work. It's not Hustle. just going to be sticking a sign in the ground. You know, like, some, I mean, I know you all are hustling, all that. But I mean, some people had the impression that it was like, you, all you had to do is stick a listing on out there. You didn't have to do any, and well, it was just going to sell. Well, listings, that was true. For that was, listing. It okay. was true this year. I yeah. mean, I'm talking about, I guess, what was hard was with the buyers. The that's buyer where side. it was really tough. Yeah. The listings, it was, that's kind of what, like, yeah, it was I have- raining a, money? Well, I have to spend a lot of money when I take a listing. Sure. There's a lot of things that I didn't have to spend the money on, like postcards. Right. And we put our, a lot of our homes on TV. And all, a lot of these, we say, if it's not under contract, buy one week one. And then week two, we'll do this and this. And it's just to kind of keep the energy going on the house. Sure. So really, that was huge for listings. Listings, if, if you had them priced right, they moved. Yeah. And you didn't have to do, it was a lot of work just to go through all the offers. <laughs> sure. But it was not, yeah, listings, but coming by a listing, was few and far between as well. Right. Everyone has a million buyers they're ready to work with. Getting the listings was tough work. Sure. Sure. And I mean, with our inventory still being so super low, like how do, how do we provide more inventory? Well, how was that created? Well, people leaving, people doing move up properties. Well, there's not a lot of properties to move up to at this point. So how do we create more inventory? I mean, the builders are hustling as, as fast as they can, but I mean, the waiting lists are getting into the years long now. And the material costs are still super high. We saw them flatten or drop a little bit. I think that was summertime and it was like, oh great, we're getting caught back up, but we're right. not caught back up and they're con- the, those prices are still going up. So that's going to make New builds crazy expensive as well. You know, we did a new, we just moved into our new office space and we oh. did the full build out. And I'm gonna tell you, like we ordered our all of our appliances. It was literally the first thing that we ordered in February. We still don't have a refrigerator. My team came into the new office and there's like this little tiny loner of like apartment fridge, and they're like, There is no way that you picked out this tiny fridge that doesn't fit in this humongous hole. And I'm like, no, 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 it's the loner fridge. You know, but we, we've had the order out for literally like 10 months. Yes. And Alicia, we don't have any doors. I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't take a poop in this office. <laughs> like, yeah, no, if you have to poop, you have to go somewhere else because like we know we have we curtains. Can we take a real quick moment yeah. to talk about how beautiful this office is? Oh, okay. We are just a few blocks from downtown on a busy street, these yep. beautiful windows, gorgeous lighting, windows everywhere. It is yeah. so cool and modern, but classic Montana at the same time. It has all the elements. I'm so pumped to be here. Thank this you so much. This place is so beautiful. Well done. Thank you. It's like, I feel like this is the baby that has taken a year and a half to, to build. And I'm still like, you and I talk about all the time, like I still haven't gotten to the to the euphoric state of being like, thank God it's done. I'm still like, okay, you know, looking wake around. Up. This I know. This place is beautiful. I this know. This place you walk into it, inspired there's very few spaces that you can walk into and you just feel like you want to create or yeah. be or like meditate this space has that thank take you. a moment i know take an hell edible. yes right. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's like we've just we've been talking about like how to get that state of euphoria like how to how to really sit and enjoy these things and and I, I hate that that's where our brains go. And I think it's just kind of how you and I are made. Like it just is, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the things that need to be fixed. I'm looking at like, how do we, you know, what are we gonna do for art? You know, these kinds of things are so stupid. Like, why do you, why do we spend so much time thinking about this shit? But you have a light up is. tree in your entryway. You've got the art. This place is incredible. It's like, it's like a Vegas tree. Yeah, it is so, yeah, I walked in and I just couldn't even believe it. I'm Thank so, you. so, so, so proud of you. Hell yeah, Thank Ludie. You. Thank yes. you. It's, it's really amazing to see an idea built 
you know, to like have it come out of your brain and into the physical. And it's going to take me a bit. Yeah. It's going to take me a bit. That's why I do like remodels is I can create with my hands and it does something different than just working with papers. Yeah. Uh, So, but you did it. We did it. You did it. We did it. So 2022, you have a badass office for the rest of the year. Yeah. We have a badass office. We, I feel like our team is a family. Right. And we talk about family and building strong families. And I think that that absolutely correlates with our team. And, you know, so this is our new home and that's how I want it to feel. I love the lower lighting. I love like the twinkle lights. I hate the like fluorescent, eh. You know, it's it's not good for it's not good for my soul. And you know, all the ladies out front here, you know, they have lower lighting. And you know, before they were all like dimming their lights so that they they didn't have such intense light. So now they're it's just lovely. It's really lovely. It's just lovely. But you have to poop with a curtain. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so one more thing to do, and then you'll play. Yeah, so we don't worry about anything. Eventually, else. <laughs> talking about supplies, like yeah. So we still need doors. Well, uh, there's a bar across the street, and go over there. You have to go buy it. So for your morning poop, you have to go over buy a beer at 10 a.m. Yeah, and then, <laughs> so you can use yeah. their toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What else do you see happening in 2022? Just predictions. I know we don't have a crystal ball. I mean, I just keep circling back to going back to basics. Like, you know, the, it's going to separate the men from the boys kind of thing or the women from the girls kind of thing. The ones, the ones that know how to do this, the ones that are going to be willing to put in the work. There's an, I don't see a skating rink like we've had, like where everybody could just slide. If you had a pulse, you could sell something. If you had, if you had a pulse, you could sell a, a mortgage. And I don't think that that's going to be the case anymore. I think it's going to be a lot more about hustle. I think it's going to be about the people that are here that have established reputations, that established names that are also doing the work. Yep. Like this is not something that you can just sit on. You have to constantly be building and maintaining relationships. This is a relationship business. And this is not, it's not something that you can just let coast. Yep. You've got to constantly be getting in front of people. I agree. I think the number one thing that I'm really going to focus on is staying in front of my past clients. Yeah. And just... Just what does that look? With them. What does that look just, like for you? Okay, so what I'm actually going to do is go through, say, Happy New Year, and give them a CMA for every single person I've sold a home for. Yeah, and just let them know this is where your house is. Pretty much everything's gone up, so it's going to be like a little happy. Yeah, Merry everybody Christmas loves present. that. Yeah. yeah, and then also with that, ask for referrals. Yeah, and just work in the language there, and then also. I did create a true relationship with every single client I've had. So I want to have just a little touch base thing with them as well and ask how the kid is or the remodel or whatever it is that they're working on. You know, something that I have just recently implemented and I think it's working really well is that in order to do the volume that we need to do, it's going to require a lot of realtors in, in order to make that happen. And I am not okay with having ingenuine relationships with people. And so I've hired a business development rep and he is here. His whole job. He's great. Thank you. I've met him a few times. I really like him. He came right up to me, introduced himself Uh, and tried to make me feel special. Yes. He's really good. I'm really excited about it because I, like I said, like I don't want to have ingenuine relationships with people. So when you need to have like, you know, anywhere between 80 and 120, like real relationship, referring realtors in order to do the production that you're wanting to do, like I can't have that many real relationships. So I've hired him to do nothing but realtor relationships and continue to provide real value for realtors on a regular, regular, regular basis. It feels like he's a natural at it too. It didn't yeah. feel, talk about being genuine. He felt genuine and kind and feels like that this could be a really good fit. Yeah, that's what I really liked about him too. I'm actually going to copy that in the billings market. 
can hire a business development rep in Billings. So because, you know, living in Red Lodge, you know, I'm closer to Billings. It's pretty easy to kind of go into that farm, that area is what we call it and kind of just continue to grow. Um, So yeah, just, you know, copy, what is it? It's rinse, wash, rinse, repeat or something like that. Yes. Just keep doing uh, what works over and over again. I, what works for me is cold calls. I've talked about it a lot. I have not been on the phone in nine months. I didn't have to be, right. but um, I also talked about how I've slowed down and I've been enjoying it. But now come 2022, I got to rev back up. I, I got to get on the phones yep. and I need to make it um, a daily, weekly thing where I just make, make those calls. You have to. And I can't tell people, other agents out there enough, how it really can work. Those old school ways. Old school. Like even the door knocking, open houses, yeah. all that stuff. That's the old school way. Social media is great. And I know that that's the new rip wave and I've gotten referrals that way, but that's not really how I've gotten my business is social media. Mm-hmm. It's another way for just to make my name get out there more. Right. But, and to, when I make the cold calls from the, for them to recognize me, but I think it's going back to the old school yeah. grind. The, the, the hard work. The hard work, yeah. The hard work. And that's really going to separate people because most people are not willing to do the hard work. So for me, I enjoy the hard work. When I'm doing the hard work, I feel good. I feel alive. And starting it, I dread it. I can procrastinate it and push it off for whatever reason, a million excuses. Yeah. But when I'm in it, that's actually what I enjoy the most. Like I like I like the work. I like to push. I was talking to my team about making calls because everybody has call reluctance. Like every salesperson yes. has call reluctance. It's like, it's time to start making phone calls. Oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, I need to refill my coffee. Oh, somebody else called. Like we're chasing squirrels literally to avoid getting on the phone and doing those calls. So I think it's really important. And I asked them to do this is that after they're done with their phone calls to just sit in it. Like we talk about, you know, sitting in it because every single time you use hammer on the phone, it's always positive. Always. You always feel so good that you did it. Yep. It's 100% good. So if you'll just sit there a little bit, even like write it out to be like, I love making my phone calls. They make me feel good. I love talking to people. Every single person I call is excited to hear from me. And anybody that's not, it's just not my people. You know, I'm looking for the nose kind I of thing. I love that. Like writing it out, like trying to brainwash ourselves into loving it, I think is super important because the majority of people will never get through that call reluctance. Right. And if they just picked up the phone the one time, they can do it. I've had other teams when I first started where there'd be three of us and we decided to make cold calls and I was the only one who could do it. And they would just sit there and watch me. And I'm like, but you haven't even tried yet. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing that can happen is they hang up on you. Well, they could call you ugly, fat and stupid. Yeah. So what? Next. Then hang up. Next. Uh, yeah. I always recommend that you start with the warm, like not so cold. Yes, I agree. So call the people that are already big fans of you. Like I love starting with my post-closing calls, which it's hilarious. I've stopped calling you because you're like, shut up, I know. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) uh, Alicia, that was such a great transaction. We should do it again. But that's actually great. (laughs) One that's an easy call. Just start there. Start with your easy call. Start with your fans. Start with people you like talking to. Get Get in the grind of that. Get through some of those and then call some of the harder ones. And, you know, you'll be happy that you did. Very few people are unhappy with talking to you. I mean, I want to relate it to working out. I've never, ever once regretted working out. Never. And the hardest part is putting on your shoes and getting in the car. I know. That's the, oh, that's the hardest, hardest if part. If I had once to drive, there, I never would do it. Right. <laughs> I know. Or like, you know, so getting your there. clothes on, getting your clothes on then. Yeah. Because I have to just go downstairs too. We've got a bike and all this stuff. Yeah. Just getting the clothes on and getting on the bike. That's the hard part. Once I'm in it, it's not that hard. Same with cold calls. Do you do Peloton? Uh, with 
we got the Peloton app. We have a Nordic, I don't know, uh-huh. something. It swivels back and forth. So it's a core oh. workout too. Oh, oh. It's brutal. Mine doesn't do that, but I love my Peloton. Although I haven't been on it in months. So I'm just saying that's what you should do. <laughs> it sounds really good <laughs> yeah. from here. Yeah. Uh, you know, with the move and, you know, we moved houses yeah. and we moved offices and we moved all those things. And so now everything, everything is off the wagon. Right. Everything, it's it's in the ditch burning. But yeah, ready, ready to get back on track with that. So my 2022 prediction is getting my ass back into going the right direction. Yeah, I totally agree. You know? Okay. Do you have any New Year's resolutions going into 2022? <sighs> you know, I'm, I'm really thinking about that alcohol relationship. You know, that's, this seems like the, the thing that keeps tripping me up. And, you know, as, I mean, I love me a bottle of wine. You know, I love me an old fashioned, but I think it's getting in the way of the things I really want to do. Like, you know, I really want to compete super strong this year on my horse. Um, and that just keeps getting pushed to the back burner. But in order to compete strong, like I got to put in the work. And if you fill it, that in with the alcohol and suddenly you're, you're not getting in the, in the workouts that you're supposed to be getting, you know, both for me and for my horse in order to, for us to go and do well, it's really a waste of time to right. spend your money if you're not going to go and show up. We just had such a beautiful conversation with the guest, Tracy. I hope everyone checks out that episode. And it's talking about drinking and real estate. And so I think that's a great, especially coming right off that, I think figuring out just a better relationship is a great, yeah. great goal. Yeah. yeah. I want to take my res- New Year's resolution. I like more finite ones that you can define. Yeah. But this one's going to be more just being in it and enjoying, enjoying my life. Like yeah. I didn't want to come up with a way to get definite things, like maybe questions I ask myself at the end of the day or a gratitude yeah. list or whatever I decide to do. But I have such a great life that I get so wrapped up in what's next or what I'm going to do right. or where I messed up. Or how, yeah, not at all. Yeah. And I need to get better at that. So somehow I need to figure that out. And maybe that's cutting out some alcohol for me too, just yeah. to really be, be in the moment more. And I think with me, like with my work schedule, like the days that I'm in Bozeman and I'm working, you know, like I am just head down doing nothing but work. You know, I'm doing after hour events. I'm like, I'm trying to cram in as much work as possible. So there's very, like, there's very little time of this is a really great life. I mean, I enjoy, I love what I'm doing and I thrive when I'm here, but at the same time, like it's work. Right. It's work. So how do we find that this is great? Yeah. <laughs> in, in like, you know, I'm away from my family. I'm, you know, I'm staying at a girlfriend's house. Like some of that stuff is kind of just disconnected right now, but it's still super great. Yeah. You know? Actually, I do have one de- like definite one that I want. I want to get a hundred transactions done yeah. this year. I wanted to do that or next year. This, that's what I wanted this year, but with lack of inventory, it was tough. Yeah. I think we're right around 90. Yeah. So this year. That's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. I'm pretty pumped about it. I'm yeah. actually really pumped. We got, I think by the end of the, we have three more closings. I think I'll be about 91. I think, you know, we were talking about goals today too for our team. And, you know, last year our goal was to hit a hundred million well, for 2021. So right. this year, hundred million, which we hit hundred million. We helped 275 ish families. How? And, but next year I want to kind of redefine it because yeah. it's really for us, it's like, it's really about helping families and building strong families and through real estate and all the things that, that real estate can benefit families, like having a strong family unit by based through that home is, is so amazing. It really speaks to all of us. And, you know, mostly because most of us are parents or, you know, close to our families of any kind. So I really just want to continue to, to like count families instead of counting volume. Oh, I like, like that. So, That's kind of where I've been too. Yeah, like so, I'm pumped with my volume, but I've always been more... Yeah, the, the transactions, which is the people. Right. And that's kind of where, yeah, I like that. So that's, is it's like, like, so, I mean, you, you're telling it transactions, but it's like, you know, so we helped 275-ish families this year. You know, is it, is it 
375 families next year or is yeah. it 350 or is it 400? Like, like how many families can we, ha- can we impact? Cause you know, the thing about I mean, both of our jobs, like nothing that we do is, is hurtful to anybody. It's all positive. Right. Exactly. We, I mean, we, we can't like we ethically, we cannot do it if it's not helpful to them. Right. So, you know, every, and it's all good things. So every single time we close a transaction, it's a positive thing for a family. So it's very easy to equate, like did one help the family, did one help the family. And so it's like, I'm trying to reframe the dialogue with our team and less be not so much be about volume, but more be about family. There's a broker in our office. He's been in real estate since I think late 80s, early 90s, and he's very, very knowledgeable. And he told me he's never, ever had a client call him to regret buying or selling. Even when they bought in 2005, like they never called and said that they regretted it. And so that's exactly right. We're helping them. If they're selling, they're getting a bunch of equity and doing something else with it. Maybe it's a business or another home and buying their building equity and starting their new dreams in that home. Yeah. So it's really great that we can really, we help people. Right. We help people every day. I do regret selling my condo. I have one house I regret too. It was on a few acres up by Highlight. Like if I, hindsight like, is twenty twenty. I know I made like seventy five thousand. I was so pumped at the time, and I'm like, Gosh, yeah. Did I just I know it? hindsight's so. twenty twenty. I had no idea at that time we were going to move to Red Lodge. I had no idea that that I might need a condo literally above, above my your head. Office. Yeah, but I don't know. I think that that might have been a little bit too close. So I don't know. Actually, that's actually pro- that's probably good for you. Yeah, the, that would have been, 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 been like because here at five o'clock we're gonna go we're gonna go trudge upstairs for yep. my for my lonely life by myself. Yep, yep, yep. So I don't know that that would have been better, but you know, end of the story is that 2022 is going to be freaking awesome, just like 2021. It might look a little bit different, but prepare to put your running shoes on because uh, this is going to be a year to run. All right. Start training for that marathon. (laughs) Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate. 